Hi, I'm Mike Rhodes from websavvy.com.au and you're listening to my friend Ash Roy on ProductiveInsights.com. Episode 118 of the Productive Insights Podcast. Welcome. In this podcast episode, which is the first of a two-part series, I speak with Jill Stanton, the co-founder of Screw the 9 to 5, and we talk about all things membership. Jill shares the biggest secrets to creating and launching a membership site. Jill talks about how she leveraged a highly engaged Facebook group into a paid membership site. We talk about how membership sites, like any other product, solve a real problem that the audience is facing. We also talk about membership sites and how they contribute to recurring income. We then talk about some action steps which you can take to implement in launching your own membership site. So I hope you enjoy this podcast episode, which is the first of a two-part series. To access the show notes and related podcast episodes, head over to ProductiveInsights.com forward slash 118. On with the show. Our guest today is one half of a couple who's helped thousands of people escape their nine to five jobs and create businesses they've been dreaming of. In January 2013, they moved to Thailand and gave birth to Screw the 9 to 5 that enabled them to earn $10,000 a month within six months. In 2014, they introduced the Lifestyle Affiliate Program, a program that teaches a system for creating a website that makes money on autopilot. And in the same year, they started Screw You, a (laughs) flagship program that helped a lot of employees to take their know-how from their day job and transform it into a profitable online business. They've published over 140 episodes and tons of blogs. They love to discover Southeast Asia's most magical places. And it would be fair to say that these guys haven't been screwing around. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I'm delighted to welcome Jill from ScrewThe9to5.com. Welcome, Jill. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to dive into today. And now I'm missing Southeast Asia. Like I'm sitting in Canada thinking, what the heck am I doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you look like Mrs. Southeast Asia too, I might add. So (laughs) it's great to have you. So Jill, how did you hit 10K in six months? Tell us all about it. So I'm thinking that I I feel like you and I talked a bit before this episode. So I just want to clarify that we hit 10K within the first six months of 2013. However, that was not our first six months in business. So I just want to clarify that because we actually started in 2012. So that journey to 10K was probably like 14, 15, 16 months long. Well, I appreciate your honesty because there's a lot of shonky marketers out there. And I really like the fact that you're being honest about it. That's why I want to put that out there because I absolutely know how noisy this space is. I have a free Facebook group with thousands of people in it. It's noisy. So I get that there are people preaching that you can do this in the space of six months. That wasn't our experience. And I yeah. actually don't think it's the majority of people's experience. You know, you need yeah. a few years in the trenches before you hit those coveted oh, yeah. five figure months. So just wanted to be honest about that up front. Thank you. And by the way, I just might add significantly high proportion of marketers don't actually even ever make it to 10K. So you guys have achieved something awesome. And I also want to say that I have been part of that Facebook group. I pop Hello. it every now and then. And <laughs> it is really, really good value. So, Thank you so definitely much. check it out. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Sweet. Thank you so much. So tell us about the story. 10K, how did you get to it? 
So at that time, Josh and I had our first business, our first business together. So we each had separate businesses online before we kind of started getting disenchanted with our individual pursuits. And then we kind of started tossing around the idea of going into business together, being like, is this a good idea? Are we going to kill each other? What does this look like? (laughs) (laughs) So we actually started our first business together in affiliate marketing. So we had a skincare website, which then blossomed into, you know, 32 other websites. So we were just essentially identifying what worked, you know, over the process of starting a few a few tens of (laughs) websites, identifying what worked, scaling that up, cutting what didn't, and really kind of tweaking our process until we were able to hit those 10K months. Now, that was for our affiliate sites. For our business, our education company, Screw the 9 to 5, that was a bit... I mean, I want to say it was easier, but it wasn't really. (laughs) You think after your first business, you're like, oh, I know exactly what to do. I can easily hit 10K in no time. Not so much. Yeah. So we started Screw the 9 to 5 in, in 2013. Yeah. And our first 10K month wasn't really until later 2014 when we started hitting our groove, selling things like Lifestyle Affiliate and then eventually launching Screw You, which is Screw University, not like Screw You Ash. So- <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. It's so sassy, you know? It's screw sassy. You. <laughs> and um, so now that product has now evolved into a monthly membership site and yeah. that, you know, makes a decent amount of cash each month. But we have right. other offers in there that we are constantly kind of just pimping out. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of been a diversified path. Well, that's very interesting because, well, first of all, I was introduced to you guys by Shane and Jocelyn Sams, who have a membership site. And I introduced, I actually interviewed them about membership sites. So I have a very keen interest in membership sites. There's quite a few episodes. Yeah, they did. Yep, they did. (laughs) (laughs) Yow. And we have quite a few episodes on this podcast about membership sites. James Schramko, my friend and Mm. mentor, talks a lot about it as well. But here's my question about membership sites, right? One of the biggest challenges about membership sites is if you have a forum-based site particularly, there's this concern about what if I launch the membership site and it's a ghost town? That can actually work against you. So you need a minimum of 60 to 90 members of which you need maybe five or 10 active members continuously adding content because, of course, a conversation is part of the content in a forum-based membership site. So how do you solve that problem before you launch the membership site? Yeah. So a few things I want to touch on there. A, I love James Schramko. And we actually learned a whole lot about membership sites from him and a lot of his opinions on how to kind of set up this business model. Because that's ultimately what we were after was the business model. Not necessarily, oh, I'm dying to have a monthly membership site. It just was a process of this is the kind of business model we want. We identified that one of our key strengths, mine and Josh's key strengths, is community, which is a huge part of having a forum and a membership site. So it really became a no-brainer offer for us at that point. And we can touch on this a bit later, but we've used one of James's, you know, big concepts he talks about, the octopus, to really feed into screw you. So I can touch on that and kind of break down how we do that. But for me, when we first or for us, when we first launched Screw You, we kicked it off so Let me back up. So like I said, Screw You was a one-off digital product. We realized, and we used to sell it for $1,000. We then realized we don't like that business model. It doesn't really Mm -hmm. work for us. So we essentially 
repackaged screw you into individual courses and put them inside a membership site. So we grandfathered all of our lifetimers into this membership site. So we kind of had a base community right then and there. And then when we Uh launched it, we had, we got in another 50 paying members and we worked our tail off to really build up that community. So we showed up every day. This is one thing James Sharamko talks about a lot. He talks about showing up for your members, having a consistent presence, being there, listening to them, making them know that they're being seen, heard, and acknowledged. That's the real key to community, I think, is talking to them, not at Mm -hmm. them. Now, I actually don't believe everyone should start a membership site. I think anyone can, but I don't think everyone should. I agree completely. Yeah, because... Like we're talking about, if especially if it's a forum, discussion is a huge part of that. Yeah. And it's on you as the you know moderator, the leader, the owner to step up and lead that discussion, especially exactly. in the beginning. Yep. So for Josh and I, we were in there every day answering questions, striking up conversations, making people realize that we're there to help. We get what they're going through. And we were just constantly there. Now, In addition to that, we also added on two monthly calls per month because we essentially just repackaged our already existing content and used that as the base content and then added in these live calls. And then we started getting to work on more newer foundational content that we could add in. But it all started, like you said, just with having that foundational community that helped to get the ball rolling so that when people came in, it wasn't a ghost town. Because I know that is a huge fear for people. They're like, well, I don't want to put all this work into it and then have people rock up to it and not say a damn word, you know? Yeah. And it can work against your brand. James has actually been telling me, we meet more or less once a month, and he's been telling me for ages, you know, you should think about a membership site. He's been that and telling me to write a book, (laughs) which I haven't done yet. But he is a big believer in it. But yes, that is one of the biggest concerns I've heard from a lot of people who are looking to start a membership site. And the next question I was going to ask you, but you already answered it, is about grandfathering those people who paid you $1,000. So what happened? They got lifetime access to the membership site, do they? Yes. So now looking back, I probably would have done it differently. And I kind of wish I had a conversation with James before offering this to everyone, but it worked out to the best. But essentially what I would have done is I would have said, okay, you guys paid lifetime access to this. You still get all of that. Yeah. However, we're going to be hanging out over here. We're happy to yeah. let you take advantage of it for like five, 10 bucks a month. Something a yeah. no brainer, but it allows them to stay engaged with it. Because here's the thing. When you uh, offer yes. lifetime, people drop off. So if, once yeah. they're over that por- or that purchase, that like dent out of their bank account, like they're gone. And it's really on you to really set in motion some strategic engagement, or I shouldn't say strategic engagement strategies, that's kind of redundant, but some (laughs) engagement strategies to keep them showing up, you know? So I probably would have done that differently if I had to do it again, but I mean, could have. And you know, Matthew Kimberly put it beautifully. He said, when you pay, you pay attention. Mm. And I think that's what you're touching on. I love that. I love that. I might have to... borrow that from him <laughs> yeah, go for it. check out uh, i can't remember what episode it was but he's, he's i interviewed him on the on the podcast just before i spoke at uh super fast business live actually as it turned oh, cool. out i spoke i interviewed him a week before and he's a public speaker and i actually used that interview to train myself on how to speak because james put me on stage which i appreciate and i only had a 10 minute slot so i really had to make it work so yeah it was i learned some fantastic things from that conversation I just sometimes want to like 
have a drink with James Shramko and have him like rip apart our business and then <laughs> suggest other things. Cause I feel like that's what Shramko does, right? He's so no oh, yeah. BS He's, that I just want yeah. him to like tear it apart. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, he looked at my website once and he said to me, uh, your, when I first uh, met with him, when I first got to know him, he looked at it and he said, your site's a train wreck. <laughs> and <laughs> I just feel like, I think there needs <laughs> and, to be a hashtag, like I just got shrammed or something. Like that. <laughs> well, they're, they're, yeah, they're, that was going around on the web for a while as well. But I, and then I took a lot of action on what he said. So he was very impressed. And he said, you know, he, he predicted that I was going to do really great things. So far, I don't think his prediction has come true, but yeah, let's see. Yet, exactly. Thank you. You're very kind. Okay, so, so the 10k then, what proportion of that would you say is a recurring income, and what proportion would you say is selling of products and courses? Well, okay, so now I mean, now we make a bit more than 10k, but that 10k was all one off work, so it was all yeah. selling one off digital products. Now, our membership makes you know, I think. What is it? Uh, we look at our numbers every day. We're crazy like that. But I think <laughs> as of today, it's like 23, 24,000 a month. So wow. that is all recurring. And then on top of that, we have a live event wow. for our members. We're opening up kind of uh, essentially, if you're in super fast business, you know that he has the different tiers. Yeah. So we're opening up our second tier. So that's called the click, like C L I Q U E. And, nice. um, and then we have one off products that we sell in the octopus to lead towards screw you. So there's a few different revenue streams in there, plus affiliate marketing and all that kind of stuff. But for the membership site itself, it's like 23 or 24,000 a month as of right now. Cool. Let me ask you a question though. As somebody who's running a membership site, what happens if you want to take a holiday for three weeks? Well, I think that's where investing in a strong team comes into play. So I'll, I say that because I'm really big on, this is a new thing I'm obsessed with, but I've planned out all of 2017 already. And I nice. did that to start spotting the times where Josh and I can take, you know, certain calculated time away. So I've booked in a month sabbatical. That is the first time in the five years we've been running businesses together that we've ever taken a month off work. So by doing that, by planning that out, and by, you know, we've been strategically trying to build our team over the last two years, those key people already know that that's coming up in you know eight months. <laughs> um, so they'll be holding down the fort for us. Now, we'll still have team check-ins, but we've really tried to do a, a decent job by picking certain stars in our membership to bring on to our team. So our right-hand lady, Nadja, she was a paying member. Yeah. And we started kind of entertaining the idea of bringing our, her onto our team once we started noticing like she was essentially acting as a community manager, but yep. paying us to do it. So I would go into threads to answer people's questions and she would already be like, oh, you should check out this link to blah, blah, blah. And I know that Jill suggests this. And I was like, what? I need this girl <laughs> on our team immediately. <laughs> so right. we've just started kind of cherry picking the people that really stand out and hold the same values and really love the community to bring on to help manage the high demand. I mean, we have a very high touch community. So we've started kind of cherry picking people to bring onto our team that will help us be able to take some time off. So your members will be cool with them taking the reins over while you're gone. I mean, our members are pretty freaking understanding. They've been, and That's we're nice. honest, like when we go to announce this, I'm going to give them a few months heads up and say like, just so you know, <laughs> this is happening. But I'm just going to say to them, look, I 
I want you to understand that this is what we're all working towards, right? Like we want yeah. businesses that work for us. That's a good way to put it. That's not a really the good other way, way around. So yeah. I really think if you can condition it and kind of position it that way, then people are going to be like, oh, hell yeah, go take time off. I want to mm. be able to do that, right? So I want to lead by example and not nice. be some stressed out entrepreneur who seems like they're drowning in tasks just to make a few hundred. Well, a few hundred thousand dollars. That sounds so cocky, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, oh, that sounds like such a douchebag thing to say, <laughs> but let's keep it real. We're here. To... We're building cool. profitable businesses for a reason, right? Right. So now you guys, you and Josh can spend a whole month just finishing off all those arguments that started while you were working and you didn't have time to finish and you can just focus on killing exactly. each other for that month. Exactly. <laughs> That's the entire game plan. <laughs> That's it. So the gloves off, gloves come off and then you you come back with, uh, you know, black eyed and ready to yeah. go again. All our all of our marital <laughs> issues solved. <laughs> As you can clearly tell, I've been married for a long time too. Okay, so... Let's talk about some of the really awesome results that you've seen people develop or achieve through your online, um, through, through your membership. And what is the one thing that all your successful students have had in common? An unrelenting pursuit of making their dreams come true. Like constant positive attitude, no empty threats that they're going to give up, you know, uh, resilience is a big key trait a lot of them have. And then ultimately their goal is to quit their jobs. So the most successful yeah. ones have been, you know, quitting their jobs left, right and center. One, I mean, one guy comes to mind in that we just had our members only event and we had a award ceremony. So we called it the screwies, kind of like the Emmys, <laughs> but the screwies. And so we had member it. of the year and we, we awarded this man, Nick Pearson, one of our members, because what he's achieved in the year that he's been inside Screw You has been monumental. Like he yeah. came in, he was only making like $600 a month or something like that. Then his yeah. wife left him, like he got a divorce. His whole world got kind of turned upside down. Then he kind of brought it back from the brink, started making more money, married his high school sweetheart, quit his job. And now he's making, wow. he's about to crack his first $10,000 a month all in the space of a year, you know? So that kind of stuff, wow. that is the epitome of what we're trying to help people do inside of Screw You. Wow. You know, you should call them the screwies. <laughs> I did call them the screwies. Okay. So let's talk about the most common challenges that you've seen your screwies face uh, <laughs> and, and how do they overcome them? I would say mindset is a big one. I would say it probably boils down to two things. If you have a personal brand, it's mindset and exposure. That's pretty much it. Like that's a common thread mm. I see with our members is we're in a busy space now, you know, like yeah. online business is getting so noisy. Um, yeah. It's harder to stand out. There's more competition for attention. And so I would say really attracting the people who are aligned with what you have to say and sell and standing out in, you know, such a sea of sameness that's a big struggle for a lot of people. And then of course, mindset. I mean, we're all mm. putting ourselves out there and opening ourselves up to the internet hate, which is sure to come the bigger yeah. and bigger you get, you know, and it takes yeah. a strong mindset to battle through that and like not even just like brush it off, you know, like for example, yeah. I've been called some of the most disgusting names you could possibly be called, Really, but it doesn't matter because it's not going to throw me off my game. But that mindset has come 
over the years, right? A few years ago, yeah. I would have been like, <laughs> they're right. I am pathetic. But yeah. now I'm just like, uh, delete and Whatever. forgive. Yeah. 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 I like that. Delete and forgive. Yeah. That's very nicely okay. put. So, Jill, for our listeners, could you share with us some of the key action steps you think our listeners can take to build a successful membership site? Now, I'm just going to have a go at this because I always like to have a go at seeing what I've learned from the conversation and then you can fill in the gaps. Have at it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the key things are to understand that you need to add value and try and build some kind of a following, maybe do that in a Facebook group, which you guys have done very successfully. That is a free Facebook group. Look for leaders in the community and try and appoint them, as it were, in a more formal sense to develop that leadership role within the community to try and grow the membership, nurture the membership by showing up every single day, especially in the beginning stages. It's very much like you know, like preparing the soil and protecting that seed before it actually becomes a plant, a full-fledged plant that can then stand on its own to some degree. It's very much about really being, you know, mothering that mm-hmm. that seed and that, that membership community, especially in the beginning stages when it's a little fledgling. It's also about goes without saying, but providing spectacular value. It's about listening to your members and not talking at your members, but, you know, communicating with your members, understanding their pain points and solving a problem. This is something I learned from James. He keeps telling me that, you know, solve a problem. Good quality content solves a problem. With this podcast, I'm trying to solve a problem. A good membership site solves a problem. So that was part one of the two-part series with Jill Stanton. I hope you enjoyed it. To access part two of this two-part series, head over to ProductiveInsights.com forward slash 119, where we talk about the octopus strategy, how to use it to create a content escalator, the value of surveys, retargeting, and return on investment when it comes to retargeting, deadline funnels, and lots more. So I'll see you in episode 119 for part two with Jill Stanton. Thanks for listening to the Productive Insights Podcast. You can find all the links in the show notes below this episode on ProductiveInsights.com. You can also ask questions in the comment section that Ash personally answers. How can Ash help you today? 